Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast, joined by the great Kenny Abbey. I am merely Mike Luke. Before we get to everything, though, Kenny, we got to talk about BetMGM right here. All right, here's the deal, Kenny. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager. $100 in bonus bets. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And again, all kinds of great stuff to be in place. Every Saturday and Wednesday, claim your bonus bets on the house. Fans will automatically receive a bonus bet upon logging into their account. Bonuses, bonuses, bonuses. We like bonuses around here. Uh, Bets expire after 72 hours, so don't wait. Bonus bets can only be used on any sports wager. And again, check out some of the uh, PHNX uh, away game watch parties presented by Neutral. Let's hear the disclaimer from Shane Diefenbach. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. All right, we paid the bills. Kenny, how you doing, my guy? Fill us in. What's up in New- What's up in Kenny'sville? Or Kenny's world right now? Hey, what's going on, man? Nothing much. Same old, same old, man. Happy to be here as usual. Thanks for having me. Um, nothing, man. Just, just working home, being a dad. That's about it, man. Just staying on the grind, and that's about wow. it, man. Just keeping it simple. Had a birthday yesterday, so another trip around the sun. So feeling good about that. And I was gonna say, about never it, look man. sharper, Kenny. Never look sharper. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Did All right. We're going to talk a lot of uh, because we like U of A basketball around on these parts. So we're going to talk some U of A basketball right here. First, let's talk a little bit about yesterday. Uh, Motias Crevis. Now, seven foot two, 245 pounds. He is a mountain of an individual right there. Uh, you watch the tapes and we're going to get to the other player. I'm not going to name his name because it hasn't been announced uh, officially and it's been there. This has been a done deal for a long time. But as far as Crevis, we can talk about him, 7'2", 245. Um, I don't know quite what to expect, but when you watch him, he's got pretty good hands, got pretty good footwork, can move around pretty well. And again, I'm going to kind of take Tommy Lloyd's uh, word for it. I mean, this is how he makes his living right there, Kenny. 
Yeah, I mean, everything I've seen so far, I mean, they're, they're, he's rated higher than uh, Tubelis was at this point, rated higher than Vsar was at this point. Um, I guess some some uh, head-to-head matchups he had with Vsar, uh, he got the better of Vsar. Uh, look at that, a little bit of tape on him. I mean, he looks like a guy, I mean, has plenty of size. Like you said, good hands. He can, he can finish around the rim with both hands, um, active on defense, block shots. Um, but, yeah, like you said, man, you, you never know what kind of level he, he's playing against with the level of competition. So, we, we, we won't know until he gets here. I mean, it's an unknown. We, we didn't really know a lot about VSAR, and um, we hope he takes that step next year. But, I mean, if this guy's supposed to be better than VSAR, then, you know, I guess we'll see. With, with the international guys, though, I always take it again a little bit with the grain of salt because obviously there's awesome international players. I mean, you can look in the NBA right now and you can see the, maybe the best player in the well, I mean, heck, half the best players in the league are international <laughs> guys. So, But when it yeah. comes to international guys like to come into school, at Arizona, generally, I haven't. You don't. You outside of Tabellus, the other three guys that have come in haven't been those instant contributor factors, and I think that's where it's difficult, at least for me, to watch uh, watch those watch those highlights because again, he looks good and um, he's huge, which is a good thing. But I also don't expect immediate contributions if they uh, if they do come in here and he does average, you know, eight and seven. I will totally take it, Kenny, but I just don't expect it. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that all day. I mean, if, if you have Ballo averaging 15 and 10 and you, you have the backup guy coming in and averaging 7, 8 points a game, 6, 7 rebounds a game, great, man. But, um, I mean, I'm trusting Tommy Lloyd to, to develop these Euros, these, um, these these big man Euros, should I say. Um, I mean, look at the development from Coloco. Look at the development from yeah. Ballo. I mean, if, if those guys, you know, kind of stay on the same path, I mean, you know, great. We'll see. I mean, I mean you, you kind of think, I mean, you know, here's another Euro, here's another soft Euro, but hey, man, if these guys can play, you I mean, I'll, I'll take them from wherever they come from. All right. Now, um, with, uh, and again, uh, Andrew Blayo says, do we worry uh, physicality at all from the Euro guys? I used to worry about that, but to me now it's kind of just a, a take-it-by-see-it approach because let's be honest here, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, there was always like four Euros that always went in the top 10, and three of them were no good because the second they got touched, they fell apart. It's different now. It's an international game, and like uh, Tony Clifton said, Jokic is no soft Euro right there. The Bulls don't have any good international players. But the Bulls don't have good players, period, right now. Um, but I'm, that's where I'm at with it though, Kenny, where, um, you know, I trust Tommy Lloyd right here because it's, that's, again, that's how he's going to make his living. But what I will say is I don't see him, this guy in Ballo fitting on the court at the same time, because they're both big dudes. They're both plotters. They're both kind of in that little middle ground right there, Kenny, where I don't think you can play him together. Yeah, I think uh, teams finally started getting the blueprint on on us towards the um, end of the season. You know, putting uh, Tubelis and uh, and Ballo on the court at the same time. But at the same time, like who else are you going to put out there? You're not getting much contribution from Basar. You're not getting any contribution from uh, from Philly B. You no know, contribution from Anderson. So I mean, everybody's packing the paint. You don't have any. You know knockdown shooters so i mean it's it's, it's kind of easy to defend against so yeah it's it's going to be hard to, to play him at the same time but you know we we need some shooters to spread the floor i mean um you know people are freaking out oh we need guards we need guards i mean the the roster is not finished yet i mean so i'm, I'm trusting tommy to to fill out the roster here when you know within the next few weeks you know 
Right. So, I mean, just just be patient. Give us some time. You know, we'll we'll be fine. I'm going to give some people uh, some clues out here. I would expect Arizona to uh, bring in at least two more players, possibly a third right there. But now the other international player that everybody is talking about, we won't name his name. I know it's out there and everything. He's been uh, he's been committed for quite a while right now. We'll say that. Um, Kenny, he's a different player right there. He is um, he's far more of a four. Uh, who can play the three? He can. Uh, he's got more basketball skill per se. He's kind of what I think a lot of people hoped Philly B would be on steroids. In that he, and again, I'm not saying he's on steroids, but he's much more of a fluid, natural basketball player. Not saying these other guys aren't, but he checks off a lot of boxes where it's easy to see him contributing instantly. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting kind of a kind of a. Larry Markinen vibe, you know, watching his tape, um, maybe a little bit uh, better. Both great Larry Markinen. Yes, yes. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I'm still mad we didn't keep him. We should have got rid of that Bruin Levine, but I mean, <laughs> hey. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, lo- looking at the the other year old, I mean, he, he definitely has good size for his position. Um, I think he needs to get in the weight room, add a little bit more weight. But I mean, like I said, he has a good shot, good handle. Um, probably needs to to develop a little bit more on the defensive end. But I mean it. If he can come in and contribute, you know, be a good backup or maybe even start at that forward, depending if we get uh, Johnson or Kaluma. I mean, we'll see. I mean, like I said, uh, you never know with these year old guys, the, the level of competition they're playing against. I mean, they can look good on tape, but once they get here, I mean, it's a different animal when it comes to some of the physicality and the style of play. So it's, it's a big adjustment for these guys. You know, I don't think people take that into account enough, you know, playing, playing the Euro game and then coming over here and, and having to adjust to a whole new style. So, I mean, it's kind of hard for these guys, but you got to be patient, man. So we'll, we'll see how it works out. Kenny, being that you're a Chicago Bulls fan, do you like pizza? Of course. Who doesn't like pizza, Mike? All right, that's what I like to hear, Kenny. That's the attitude. That's the attitude that Mountain Mike's Pizza is putting out there. Now, you might say, who's Mountain Mike? I am not Mountain Mike. I've never met Mountain Mike. He's much richer than me. But Mountain Mike's Pizza is fantastic. Check it out. Now, again, you can go to, and again, Raw Mom, one of our good friends on uh, Wildcat Authority, checked it out, and she said it was very good. Head over to MountainMikesPizza.com, order their Mesa, Chandler, or Tucson locations to place your next order. Reminder, new diehards get a $50 voucher upon signing up. I don't believe they have a Florence location yet, Kenny, but we are going to work on that one. Now, I don't think Florence has any locations of anything, so I mean, that's... <laughs> that's a good point. All right, now one other thing that I can confirm on: Kenny Abbey has been to Tap and Bottle, Tap and Bottle watch parties. He's been there multiple times because Kenny is that dude right there. That's why we love Kenny, amongst many other reasons. Go to a, go check out downtown Scott and Rebecca. You can get Four Peaks right there as well, or you can go to the North Side location. But either way, fun place, support local. Um, it's a great place, and again, you will really like it right there. All right, so that's the two international guys that you got right now. They're totally different players. Obviously, with uh, Krivas, Biggs um, can, uh, you know, maybe a little bit more of a half-court type guy. But uh, either way, um, there's a lot to like there. And then with the other guy, he's more of a 3-4, can play a little bit of a position, can get into the the basket. If you were to ask me out of all the uh, international players that Tommy Lloyd's brought in, and again, this is just my opinion, but if you were going to bring a uh, international, uh, ask for an international player, this is the guy right here, the unnamed player that I look at and I'm like, meh. I can see him being uh, see him really being really good, Kenny. I'm excited about that possibility. Now, let's talk about some other roster possibilities here. One thing that Tommy Lloyd did do is um, 
and I don't want to say that it was a team full of weenies because it really wasn't, but um, Arizona has kind of been a little soft the last couple of years. I think it's, I think it's fair to say once tournament, especially this past year, when you're getting punked by Princeton, that's a bad look. So you got a backcourt now where you got Kylan Boswell, you've got Jaden Bradley. You're immediately tougher right there. You got our guy, the Swedish pinball, Pella Larson at the three. And then you're looking at that four position. Right now, it could be a Kashad Johnson, probably not out of San Diego State, or it could be an Arthur Kaluma, which we would take as well out of Creighton. But you can tell just by the kind of players that Lloyd is bringing in here that he wants to get tougher across the board there, Kenny. Yeah, I, I think he, he, he kind of. Uh... You know, notice that, you know, after the loss to Princeton, um, you definitely got to get tougher at, you know, at all positions, especially the guard position. When when you guys are, uh, you have guys that are having trouble bringing the ball up the quarter or getting, you know, the offense set up because they, they crumble because somebody's in their face. And then in the postgame pressure, you admit that the other team wanted it more than us. I mean, that's I, unacceptable. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, that's I was so pissed off about that. But, you know, I, I see uh, Tommy recognized that he, he realized that, uh, you know, we got to get these guys out of here. So, um, I mean, I, I love Kerr. I mean, he, he was great for the program, you know, uh, you know, fan favorite. But when, when you're getting punked by guys from Princeton and, and then you're in the, the postgame pressure and meeting, pretty much admitting you got punked, I mean, I have no problem with him moving on at all. So we, we got to get some dogs in here. We, we, we got to get some, uh, you know, got to get some guys with some toughness, some dog in them. And it looks like, it, you know, Lloyd is finally addressing that and realizing that. So, you know, like you said before, the roster is not finished. So. You know, we'll, where we'll are you here. bigger picture with this team, Kenny? Where are you with the uniforms right now? You've had a love hate relationship. Where <laughs> are where is Kenny Abbey right now with the uniforms? Um, other, be honest here. Be honest. They're 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 growing on me a little bit. Um, still not a fan of the Reds at all. I don't think they are either. I mean, they didn't wear them at all this season. Um, just stick with the throwbacks. I mean, wear wear those every game. Maybe bring back some Reds, and you know, just. Just stick with those. I mean, that's that's what everybody wants, and you know, those are the fan favorites. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with those. Just wear those every game. I agree with that. Kenny, our Tony Clifton says, Kenny, do you have security when wearing Arizona gear when in enemy territory? Kenny is a G. Kenny takes security with him nowhere. No, I mean, I, I went to a graduation at uh, at ASU this weekend. My niece graduated from uh, Mesa Community College. They had the graduation at Desert Financial, and I had this hat on, and I had a U of A polo on, and. Now, you were back in the A. To me. Of course, you got to, got to. I mean, nobody said anything, so I was fine. And you're also a celebrity, Kenny. Let's talk about the man that uh, you were talking with that had the U of A hand tats that you got to talking with a little bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he uh, he was in the chats. I mean, I, I can't see if he joined us today, but uh, uh, my guy Melo, I mean, uh, uh, saw me at McDonald's. Uh, he, he asked me if I knew you and said he uh, recognized me from some podcast. So, hey, man, it's cool to be recognized out in public. All right. Now, Derek Pivko says, um, how are all these forwards going to work in Arizona with the unconfirmed forward along with adding someone from the portal? Your guess is as good as mine there because there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of names. But I'm also at the point, too, where I'd rather have too much than too little at this point. This is a total overhaul of the roster. So, yes, next year you could have a lineup. Something like uh, you could have Ballo, you could have um, Crevis, you could have the unnamed player. We'll just use Kashaw Johnson as a, an example. Um, Henry Vasar, Dylan Anderson, the Peaks. We're going to talk about the Peaks. Actually, let's talk about the Peaks, though, first. Four Peaks. What do you think about the uh, nickname, the Four Peaks? Kenny, you like it, correct? Uh, I, I don't know if I like it. You don't like it. Um, kind of corny, maybe, but hey, it's, 
It's okay. All right, fine. Well, Kenny doesn't like it, but I like it. So that's all that matters right here. And Jacob Franklin behind the scene likes it. All right, Four Peaks. Check out PHNX's official brew, uh, uh, Four Peaks Brew or Four P at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest of Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or up to enjoy Four Peaks responsibly. Right now we're looking at like seven peaks, Kenny. So we're going to – but I will tell people this. There's probably going to be a couple transfers out um, at some point just because you can't have this kind of uh, log jam. And because, you know, these are Division One players, they want to play, Kenny. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hearing some things behind the scenes uh... – you know, from a, a player or two on the roster, but you know, I'm not going to put anything out there. That's, you know, that's not my business. You know, if they if they make that decision, that's up to them. But you know, I I am hearing uh, somebody on the roster could be leaving. Uh, not too happy with the addition, so we'll see. Oh, is this a player that I really like? Uh, yes. We got to get Frank Caliendo on the phone. You know, by the way, yep. he was his uh, football <laughs> coach, correct? Yes, I uh, yes I I know that. All right, Jacob Franklin, if you could pull the <laughs> roster up for next season right now, I don't know that we've had – I don't think the Creeves has been added to this roster yet. But um, here's kind of what we're looking at, though, right here. This, to me, feels like a top 15 to 25 team with the potential of getting bigger. Obviously, Boswell starting, Ballo starting – Larson starting. Those are three guys right there that are definitely going to start. Jaden Bradley is going to start as well. So you got four of the spots taken up right there, Kenny. And honestly, um, I don't believe it's a national title contender, but I think it also bodes well for going into the 24-25 season with the monster recruiting class where I believe Arizona will be a title contender. Yeah, I mean, I, I still feel like we're going to win the conference this year. I mean, uh, you look at the class that USC's bringing in, but, I mean, your, your guy Enfield, I mean, he, he's still the coach over there. I mean, don't, nobody trusts him to, to make any kind of significant jump, no matter who he gets on the roster. So, um, UCLA is going to be down this year. Oregon should be pretty solid, but I think they're going to be our, our biggest competition when it comes uh, in terms of winning the conference, not USC. Like, everybody's pegging them to be – I mean, Bronny's going to be solid. Uh, I can't remember the other kid they're bringing in, the point guard. Um, he's going to um, be you solid. You got uh, Isaiah Collier coming in as well. Yeah, but who who else do they have? I, mean, no, I, I agree with it, but you know who they have? <laughs> yeah. They have Andy Enfield, leader of men. Oh. Yeah, my point exactly. That's I, I don't trust him to go any farther than a first round or, or sweet 16. All right, Kenny's being mean to Andy Enfield, but you know what? Andy Enfield probably deserves it right here. All right, now. Let's talk a little bit of U of A football. Then we're going to go off script and talk a little bit of fashion because that's where Kenny really is right there. With uh, That's where Kenny's on top of things. U of A football, Arizona football, we're going bowling this year, Kenny. It's been a long time. I feel comfortable in saying that. What say Kenny Abbey? Uh, yes, I believe we're going bowling this year. Um, hot take, I think we're going to win at Mississippi State. I, I feel like it's going to be a, kind of a similar performance or a similar win to uh, San Diego State last year where they, they kind of uh, beat our brains in the year before, then we go to their house and knock them off. So um, I feel like we're going to beat Mississippi State. I feel like our, our offense is going to you know, uh, be clicking on all cylinders this year. Um, you know, the kind of wild card is how – Jaden Delores, you know, going to handle the off, off the field stuff, you know, if, if his focus stays on football. And um, so I, I feel like the defense is going to be really improved this year. Um, one of the questions on the board was uh, who do I think is uh, is going to surprise this year? I'm going to say the defense in general. And I think we added a lot of depth on the defensive line uh, with uh, Upshaw, Norton, um, 
Uh, I think Russell Davis is going to make a big jump this year. Uh, the additions of uh, Sua and Flo at linebacker. Um, I think the DBs are going to take that next step. So I feel like the defense um, is going to surprise a lot this year. I mean, I don't. I feel like if they can give up thirty points and not forty, right. we're going to have a win a lot of games. <laughs> that's all, yeah. Kenny. That's all I'm asking for. Finish eighth and not last in the conference in defense, because I think the offense will more than make up for it. Jacob, if you could pull up those skill position players right there, this is what we got throwing to right here, Kenny. Arizona is going to be able to put a lot of points on the board just because of listen. You got these are three NFL players right here. We've gone a long time where we haven't been able to talk about three NFL players. That's why I believe that this offense is going to be a top three offense. And again, I just need the defense not to suck. That's all I'm asking. Just be mediocre. Don't suck. And I think Arizona goes bowling. That's simple, that easy. Definitely. I mean, um, I think uh, somebody who's going to have a big year, somebody that's, uh, that's very underrated is uh, Michael Wiley. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, being, being, being a 49ers fan, I mean, I see how Christian McCaffrey is used. Michael Wiley has those, uh, you know, no way am I comparing Michael Wiley to Christian. Yeah, McCaffrey. you are. You just did. Yeah, <laughs> but um, he has a uh, he has that you know kind of kind of same skill set, you know, where you can line him up in the slot or you can catch uh, passes out of the backfield. Um, definitely use him at the running game. Um, you saw what he did to ASU last year. So I think if he can be used um uh that same way, that he's going to have a big year. I think he's really, really, really underrated um in the national scope. All right, P. Merlihan, question for Kenny. What are your thoughts on the red alternate for football? Um, I think we should have one. Why not? If if they have a uh, they have a red alternate that that looks uh the same as a uh, the blue one we have right now, I'm all for it. I'm all for bringing back you know red pants, red helmet, blue helmet. You know, uh, there's nothing wrong with our uniforms. You know, with white, blue, white, or, or going all white or white on blue. You know, on the road, but why not throw a little bit of red in there? I'm sure the players will like it. The fans will like it. Um, you know, bring it out for one game a year. You know, why not? All right. You, Yoda Foe says, how many Arizona jerseys and hats are in Kenny Abbey's collection? Ooh, and I, when you're going to McHale, what are you rocking when you've really got to, you know, when you've really got to back the A to the fullest? Oh, man. How many hats do I have? I've, I've probably bought four or five hats within the last, like, month. Um, nice. The one I have on right now is one of them. I have this one, a red one, an all-black one. Uh, just sports has been killing it with the Nike hats right now. If you guys can make it down to just sports, they have all kinds of, of uh, Nike U of A snapbacks. So um, I'm not really a snapback guy, but when you put the cactus logo on anything, you know, I'm gonna rock it. Um, all right, as far, you know, what go to go to thing, uh, or uh, go to gear to wear to McHale. Um, probably something cactus logo related. I mean, I, I have a cactus logo shirt, cactus logo hoodie. Um, you know, match it up with some of the U of A Nikes or or some uh some Jordans to go with it. I mean, it's it, it kind of depends. You know, I, I go to multiple games a year, so I try to mix it up a little bit. What are Kenny's thoughts towards Jordan releasing kicks that are supposed to look aged? Do you like this idea? Uh, no, I think it looks super corny. I mean, I, I want my I want my shoes looking brand new. So Dude. yeah, I, yeah, I think it looks kind of dumb. That's what I'm saying right there. That's what I'm saying. We don't want to look like, you know, we don't want to look like some kind of pale uh, mustard and black or something like that, like the folks up at ASU do as well. That would not be a good look. If you could do anything, Kenny, because again, Kenny, Abby, U of A aficionado for Arizona football, what is your ideal jersey? And uh, for uh, basketball, what uh, dip, what changes would you make to get the best? Would you come back with the midriffs from the mid nineties? <laughs> uh, so short shorts where you have to wear a spandex under them, like yes, a, or or KJ or somebody like that. Um, football, I mean, I 
to me, the football uniforms are perfect. I mean, um, uh, you got to bring back the blue face masks. Um, uh, I'm not sure why they put the white on there. I mean, I, I talked to somebody the other day. They said they're just going for an alternate look. And, you know, after that San Diego State game, they just decided not to change them. So I asked him if they are bringing the, the blue face masks back, and he said he couldn't say. So I don't know if they're, if they're planning on doing something with the helmets or doing something with uniforms. I'm, you know, I'm not really sure. Um, as far as basketball uniforms, you just got to stick with the classics. You know, we, we talked about this before. Um, just stick with the throwbacks or, or, or kind of make a, a, a modernized uh, 97 throwback, something like that. I mean, if I, I got some ideas, you know, in my head, but, you know, I'm, I'm not good with Photoshop or anything like that. Or I'd, I would make some football, uh, football uniforms or basketball uniforms that everybody would love. So, hey, if anybody out there is good with Photoshop or, or, or kind of graphic design, let me know. We can work on something. He's on Cabby520 on Twitter. All right, Captain Maroney, I like this question. What's your favorite Wildcat memory while watching with your dad? I hope you have uh, ones that are filled with good feelings. And what's Mike's? Kenny, you go first. What's your favorite Wildcat memory? Oh, man, def- definitely 97, uh, watching that whole tournament. Uh, uh, especially national championship game with my dad. You know, after we won, we we had a, a little mini parade in Florence. You know, a bunch of U of A fans. Um, you know, that's that's definitely my favorite memory. Um, as far as football, um, I say the the best game we ever went to was '98 when we beat ASU. I mean, that was so much fun. We were we were getting in fights and and uh, yeah, just just that whole that whole game. You know, we thought we were going to the Rose Bowl, so we were talking a bunch of crap. And then um kind of a kind of a bittersweet memory I, I say the last game we went to in 2003 I think we had only won one or two games that year and uh I remember we beat Washington the last home game of the season that's that's my uh the last game I got to go with, to with my dad uh we won that game so uh so yeah a little bittersweet memory but that was definitely fun to to go out with the win Dude, I totally agree with you on that one. Now, um, my favorite memories, um, Kansas, I, I know most people's is Kentucky. Totally get it. Beating Kansas, though, in the Sweet 16 is my favorite U of A basketball memory because you got to remember, time and place, Kansas was the best team in the country by a mile from start to finish. And I would still argue that this is uh, – uh, that that was Roy Williams' best team that he had. And again, they were supposed to throttle Arizona. I went in there, and remember, if you were talking 96, 97, great question, Tony. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, if you remember in 96, 97, that was all basically supposed to be a primer for 97, 98. You got all the young dudes in here. You got all underclassmen. And I remember going into that Kansas game, and I'm like, all right, well, season's probably over at this point right here. And then Arizona had the lead. They kept expanding the lead. And then when Rayful Friends missed that three at the end of the game and Arizona won, it dawned on me that, yeah, we're going to win this whole thing here, Kenny. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I, I thought the same exact way. I mean, I, when, when that three clinked off the rim at the end, oh, my God, I, I think my head hit the ceiling and – I ran outside and let out a big yell. We had some neighbors telling me to calm down and shut up. My my dad had to go outside and and fix that little situation. So, but uh, right. yeah. I mean, once he won that game, man, I was, you know, I was saying the same thing. I was like, we we can't lose now. Right. Tony Clifton said, oh, and my favorite football memory, easy. I wasn't at this game, but it was easy. It was stomping out uh, Miami in the Fiesta Bowl. That, to me, will always be the apex right there. Uh, 29-0. That team had Ray Lewis, Warren Sapp, and guess what? They couldn't handle Arizona that day, Kenny. That will they, always be my favorite football memory. They, they couldn't even gain a yard on us that game. Right. They didn't want any part of that right there. So, again, another thing might make that as a uh, clip right there. All right. Tony Clifton says, um, Mike, is Dylan redshirting? 
I know we're not in the day where kids want a red shirt. I would love Dylan to red shirt. He probably won't. Um, um I yeah, I'm not sure if. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to keep my mouth shut on that one. All right, I would like Dylan to red shirt though, because first of all, I don't understand what the what the rush to get out of college is. I loved college. I spent nine years in college because of how much <laughs> I like college. Um, but look back to like a guy like Ricky Anderson. Um, Ricky was not very good his first two years. And Lute said, Hey man, I'm going to red shirt you. Guess what? Ricky red shirted. Then he came back and he was a starter for two teams, including, um, one of the best teams in school history in 2003. I think guys are way too quick to try to just get out of here. Enjoy your time in uh, college, Kenny. Yeah, I mean, no, nobody's registering anymore, especially in the NIL era. I mean, if, if you can go somewhere and get paid or, or go somewhere and get some more playing time, um, I mean, that's that's kind of the thing that sucks about college sports now. I mean, I, I feel like NIL and transfer portal kind of ruin everything. You, you don't feel like these kids are, you know, having the allegiance to a school anymore or, or grow up having dream schools or, or, or want to go somewhere and stay for a year or two. I mean, it's it's all we're, we're in the era of uh, instant self-gratification. I mean, that's just how kids are right now. I mean, they're, they're not going to wait. And once they see the next opportunity, they're gone. Right. So, uh, yeah. Far, yeah, as far as dealing um. I mean, like, like I said, I mean, say I, it, I, Kenny. You have information that we don't have. Say it. Uh, um, you know, I, uh, I've, I've, uh, some, uh, some friends up in uh, Gilbert. Uh, some uh, people there in my church group, my Bible study, that are, are uh, his son's a uh, good friend with Dylan, and uh, you know, I, I kind of talked to his dad the other day, and uh, from what I hear, I mean, uh, they're not really saying anything yet, but I, I get the impression they're not too happy about it. All right. Well, you know what? If you wanted to watch this on TV as opposed to just the live stream, you know what's a possibility, though, for you in the future is Fubo TV. Watch. You can watch the Wildcats with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign them for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. All kinds of great events coming up. Um, you got the uh, PGA Championship, the French Open, uh, fights. You name it, they've got it. Again, Fubo TV and Pins and Aces. Do you know about Pins and Aces, Kenny Abbey? You're a fat you're a fashionista. I do not know about Pins and Aces. Mike, please tell me. All right. Kenny, I like that. You're a pro at this already. All right. <laughs> Pins and Aces. Now um, you can check out pinsandaces.com uh, and use code word PHNX to get your 15% off and get free shipping. Now, Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of PHNX in all city. Check out Big Drive Energy wherever you get, and you're going to love the Pins and Aces gear. Get tons of compliments when you're out and about on the course. I'm not a good golfer. Nobody compliments me on anything, but if I'm going to be out there on the course, I'm going to wear Pins and Aces so I can count on a compliment. Check it out, Pins and Aces right there. All right, now, let's rehash before we make fun of ASU, which is one of my favorite things to do. Um, Arizona, obviously, with Crevis, with uh, Motius Crevis, you get a, a player, a huge guy, 7'2", 245. Arizona will not lack for size this year, Kenny. Um, between him, Ballo, Vesar, hopefully Anderson, Arizona will not lack for size. Definitely not. I mean, we we, we definitely need some uh, toughness down low. I mean, uh, Tubella's had plenty of size. What's Tubella? 6'11", 7 foot, but no, nobody's pegging Tubella's as a defensive stopper right. or protector. I mean, um, looking at some of the tape from uh, Mount Crevis, do I get credit for that name? Mount Crevis is great, man. I like All Mount right. Crevis a lot. Okay, be- better better than the Peaks, better than the Oh, field. stop. It's not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we need some rim protectors out there. I mean, uh, there's way, way too many guys uh, 
Well, we can talk about the Princeton game. How how many uh, times did uh, I think it was number twenty? I can't remember the guy's name was getting to the basket and nobody was challenging him. Right. No, just layup line. So we, we can't we, have that anymore. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we we need some toughness inside. We we need some some uh, rim protectors, some shot blockers. Um, also, uh, you know, some dogs out there on the perimeter. Uh, you know, we got Bradley. Um, Boswell's a good defender. Um, so I mean, I, I think the defense is going to be way way improved this year. You know, yeah. not to mention uh, tougher. And the unnamed player that we talked about, very skilled, um, can play a th- uh, little bit of the three, mostly the four, though. I would expect him to be a uh, instant contributor first. But, again, I can never really say with the internationals. But either way, I like both of these additions, Kenny. Yes, me too, um, especially the unnamed player. I mean, I, I think he's could be somebody, uh, you know, if we don't get either Johnson or Kaluma, I mean, maybe if we do get them, I think he's somebody that can step in right away and play 20 minutes a game and, and contribute at a – at a solid level. All right. Now, Kenny's uh, Ken, one of Kenny's favorite things to do is bash ASU as much as root for Arizona. I like this. I concur as well. Now, my biggest gripe has always been with ASU fans is when they say, oh, you know, you haven't been to the Rose Bowl. Here's all my biggest thing with ASU fan. You're not a football school and you're not a basketball school. We at least have basketball. You have nothing. And so when they try to pull this whole football thing out there, it drives me up a wall because there is no football there. Nobody nationally cares at all about ASU football. They don't even talk about it. With Arizona, they talk about Arizona basketball. That is what drives me up a wall when they try to pretend they're a football school when they're not even a football school. No, I mean, they're they're not. I mean, people, yeah, you have the Rose Bowl on this. You know, great. Congratulations. I mean, how many of us were alive the last time you went to a Rose Bowl? I mean, I was still in high school. I mean, I've been out of high school 25 years. So what have you done since then? I mean, I mean I'm a diehard U of A fan. I mean, I, I can't vouch for U of A football, but ASU fans are going to act like they, uh you know, kick our ass in football year in and year out. I mean, they, they got us up until last year, but I don't think they're going to be, you know, you know, beating us anytime soon. I mean, they're they're going to be at the dumpster for a while. But uh, yeah, people want to talk about oh, we we gone to the Rose Bowl. We we've been you uh, five straight years, seven to zero. Okay, I mean, we still have the all time head to head lead. Um, you know, we we have I, as many top I, five finishes in the last forty years as ASU does as well, Kenny. That's always what yeah, I like. Yeah, we we we've been to one of the the near six bowl games. We we uh we have a South championship. ASU does too, but. You know they they got their butts whipped in the the title game just like we did, but um, you know, we we we've had more recent success than they have. So I mean I I don't understand why they feel like they're superior to superior to us in football or even baseball. I mean when's when's the last time they have done anything in baseball? So, what's another yeah. what's another pet peeve of yours about ASU, Kenny? Because I know you have many. Um, I just they. I don't understand just because they're in the Valley, the Valley is a bigger city that they feel like they're superior to us. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, I, I was up there this past weekend. I, I don't know where their campus is at. I mean, I, I mean, I, I go, I mean, I, I go to, to Wells Fargo, whatever it's called now. I mean, I Sun Devil Stadium every year, but I, I have no idea where ASU's campus is at. I, I just go down there and see a bunch of, new developments and I mean it looks nice but where's the campus at and it's super hot there as well the concrete there it's basically a concrete city right there it's not good it's a wannabe LA um I don't know I find nothing redeeming Tucson all day back the A Tucson Kenny Abbey yes sir I mean Tucson's a beautiful city more more scenery more to do the valley is just flat and every intersection looks the same so I don't understand why they, they feel like they have some kind of a 
superiority over us. I mean, I'd, I'd go to Tucson over the Valley any day. All right. Before we sign off here, we got Jason Shear coming on tomorrow. We're having one goat followed up by another goat tomorrow. <laughs> um, two goats right there. But Kenny, give a shout out to your daughter right now. Hey, uh, yeah, man. You know, thanks for letting me talk about her. I mean, she's uh, I mean, she's doing great. She continues to excel in school, straight A's and everything. Gifted program. Uh, she made a uh, chalk drawing of the Grand Canyon a few weeks ago. Uh, that one third uh, for the whole district, which was displayed in the district art show. Um, I think I talked about this last time, but she uh, finished really high in the spelling for the spelling bee for the district. So I mean, she just continues to to excel at everything she does. Um, She's a sweetheart. He never gets in trouble. You know, she's super well behaved. So she's just, she's just doing great. And she made the coolest birthday card in the world for me yesterday. And I mean, I love it. So I mean, she's she's doing great. I mean, I I, I can't say enough about her and how proud I am of her. Ken, Kenny, you're the man. We're proud of you, dude. Keep making good work out there. And again, um, like K, KB Thiel said, we need more Kenny. Kenny will always be a monthly guest on here. Kenny, you're the man. And again, uh, appreciate you coming on. And uh, we will talk with you soon, my guy. Thanks. I always appreciate being on, man. I'm always here for you, man. So appreciate you, Mike. And thanks to everybody for tuning in, man. Bear down. Back to the A. Back to the A. He's Kenny Abbey. I'm Mike Luke. Jacob Franklin behind the scenes. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.